0: Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special Orbiting the Ghost Planet. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And this week, we sat down to watch a Space Ghost Christmas. So this is... um, I almost hesitate to call this an actual episode, because what this is is it's a series of new segments that were interspersed between existing episodes of Space Ghost and shown on Christmas. Uh, but it does have its own credit roll, so... That's close <laughs> enough for me to call a uh, Christmas episode.
1: So it's like a mini marathon thing with sang- yeah,
0: interstitials. It's, it's kinda like uh what do you the MST Turkey Day marathon kinda thing. Yeah. Um, if three episodes can makes up a marathon <laughs> for you. Uh it it's about like movie length really, because of how long Space Coast episodes are. Um but yeah, so we start out, there's snow everywhere, and, and we're in got, space. And we got deck
1: the halls playing over the opening.
0: Yep. And they're just, uh, you know, we just see Space Ghost and Zorak and Moltar, the usual crew, gathering around, watching the snow fall outside the window. Zorak has a holiday hat. And Space Ghost is
1: really into using some holiday endearments, like my little Christmas goose.
0: <laughs> yeah. He almost comes off to me as like a creepy uncle. Or like, <laughs> more like the that grandma that you don't really enjoy when she comes over, because she's like, come over here and give me a smooch. But it's Space Ghost. <laughs> Zorak is just, he's super adorable. He's so excited at the snow. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know, he doesn't necessarily have the holiday spirit, but he has excitement. He has a refreshing excitement, a childlike wonder. And he has toes. Yeah, it's really weird. In in, in the opening, we get a quick shot of Zorak's toes. So that's the thing. This isn't necessarily. even though it's kind of an episode, kind of just a, you know, rapper and bumpers, it's also kind of a musical. Yeah, Cause there's they sp- music. They spend most of the time doing, you know, Space Ghost takes on carols. Yeah. Classics. So the first segment is a sort of Space Ghost take on Up on the Housetops, mm-hmm. with Zorak doing the clicks. Mm-hmm. With Zorak- yeah, he gets really <laughs> caught up on those clicks. He does all the clicks, even more clicks than there originally were. <laughs> uh, That's already pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, so the first full episode that we get to see as part of this mini marathon was Bobcat. You remember Bobcat? I do. So we don't need to say too much on Bobcat. Uh. So this is all pre-existing episodes, so it's all stuff that we've uh, covered on our own already. Right. Um. There is a little bit that I can still say, though. Uh. That monitor loop where Space Ghost is watching himself, watching himself, watching himself, that yes. still gets me. That. <laughs> That's pointing your, you know, home camera at the TV that's looking at the home camera yeah. that's looking at the TV. It's, a, it's just something so silly and entrancing <laughs> and infinite about that. That is a glimpse into the infinite. That is something beyond human comprehension. Also, the, the gag where Space Ghost is talking about a really revved up woodchuck where the lips are moving up and down and vibrating. Yeah. That's such a weird thing because a lot of the Space Ghost jokes are... Ab- like revolve around awkward conversation like that is kind of the space ghost sense of humor mm-hmm. but that is a weird visual gag because they'll do like specific editing things and push it real far they'll have fake commercials and things going on yeah. and weird overdubbing and cutting to weird you know all the stuff which feeds and like very like commercial themed uh, like television and signal themed when it comes to editing jokes like that yeah but that is just like a real specific effect for a real silly gag that is just so out of place. But I love it. It's just like unique. Just vibrating lips and gums and they're a blur. I don't it it just stands out in a really weird way. And also this was still in the era where they had the voiced uh bumpers to commercial, which is our act talking over the the static, the interrupt feed. Yeah. They dropped that real quick and it's just Kind of shocking when you hear it now. It's just like, oh, right, they did this for a little while. <laughs> if you remember, the episode of Bobcat has not only Bobcat Goldthwaite, but the Ramones in it as well. Mm-hmm. And when the Ramones come in and they're all introducing themselves, Zorak and Moltar join in on the phone and say that they are also Ramones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just, there's something about the way that Space Coast has to take an aside to tell the audience that Moltar and Zorak are not really Ramones. As though we <laughs> forgot, as though they fooled us as well. <laughs> I don't know, that's, uh, it's, it's just these little things that, are like, you know, you watch it so many times, but you watch it again and you find something new. Something, things that still stick out to you even when you've seen it before and stuff that uh, you just didn't catch last time around. One thing we got to say mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of this episode, and it's something that we haven't really had to deal with before. We watched this off of a VHS tape that was recorded off air. Mm-hmm. So we got at the commercial break... and oh man there is a very very specific kind of nostalgia that is connected to commercials
1: yeah especially i don't know commercials are one of those things that just like immediately pull you back to your childhood like a very specific place in your childhood just in terms of like tone and visuals
0: like it, it was very much reminding us that uh Kind of the difference between the 90s and the 2000s, even though they were very much the same, it was like, no, at some point we've hit the future, so things got sleek. <laughs> but, like, we didn't notice it at the time, but we still had that 90s attitude. Yeah. Just tried to put the sleekness over it. It's just really weird. Like, in the commercials, in the toys, and the kind of like, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> Snickers had some good commercials. Yeah. Uh,. Toy commercials. Toy commercials are just a hell of a thing, especially for this time slice. Because Space Ghost was always a you know an eleven o'clock late night kind of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of life insurance commercials. Yeah, but also it's the Cartoon Network, which is intended for kids. So there's also a lot of toy commercials. It's really <laughs> weird back and forth. Um, I think the day I grew up was the day that I realized that Saturday morning cartoons was all toy commercials for kids. And minivan commercials for parents. <laughs> like when I realized how much minivans were on there, and it was yeah. because parents were watching too. I think that was the day I matured. <laughs> that was the day I became a man. Stop being a child. I'm still a child. It's fun being a child. Don't grow up, kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: So yeah, we just got some. Uh, got some commercials in there. That's a that's a heck of a thing. Uh. We
1: got one with a nice instant message client yeah talking to each other on the internet
0: which is weird because it's just like at the time that was a thing that you thought like oh that's not going to go away yeah like this is this is where technology has gotten us to and this is great um which is weird because you look back and people were thinking even so long before that we would have video chat Mm -hmm. and we're basically there yeah between like uh, Apple products that got FaceTime, you got Skype video chat, you got Google Hangouts. We're basically there. Mm-hmm. We did not expect that we would take the circuitous route of first inventing the internet <laughs> and then using that for everything. Yeah. But like, we're basically there. And like, you can still, you know, also just cell phones and like text messaging. Like, yeah. did you see anything for any kind of cell phone in any of these commercials? No. That's insane.
1: It's all. Improve your dial-up internet connection. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: References to dial-up? Like, and it's scary because there are people in the world today still using dial-up. So mm-hmm. that's not, like, a dinosaur extinct technology.
1: Well, that's what's so crazy about our age is, like, we made it, we grew up in the time before the internet. And then, like, we're, we were around and got to see every single technological advance. Yeah, from zero to now.
0: <laughs> what is it like? We were born right in the era of uh, BBSs.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what you what you done saw in <laughs> war games with the. Uh, I always think his name is Brendan Fraser, but it's not it. It's not, oh, Matthew Broderick. Yes, yeah. I think Brendan Fraser because I think Ferris Bueller and FBBF. Uh. Um, but yeah, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just like going from BBS to suddenly having like web pages and sites and instant messengers and, and just like data streaming connections, like things jumped so quickly. Yeah. I, I don't know if, so I have tapes that are even older. Uh, specifically I want to say it's a tape with a Charlie Brown Easter special on it of some kind. Mm-hmm. And that's got, Easter commercials with, like, Cadbury eggs with (laughs) live-action rabbits from way back when? Yeah. I'd be curious to know, and we should get an expert in being older than us on the show, but I don't know if... Like, we definitely have that sort of technology thing. Like, if if you say to somebody now, CD players. Mm -hmm. Like, so in my car, I I still have a non-MP3 CD player with no real aux input, so... I've been making CDs lately, and there's a <laughs> weird art to that that syncs up with, like, the art of, you know, making mixtapes, like, actual cassette mixtapes, yeah. which is all just going away, but there's still something good to it. And I don't know if the generation or two before us had that same experience. Like, like they were around when everything was so big, but not at that formative childhood age. Like, people, yeah. like, the last generation was already pretty much adults before technology started exploding. Yeah. Um... But enough about commercials. As much as I would love to just... Some of these tapes, I'd love to just go back and just watch the commercials. Yeah. It's, it really is a unique kind of nostalgia that exists for commercials. And I'm curious if that's just us or not, but it is definitely something for us. Uh So we come out of Bobcat into another Christmas segment where they sing... Deck the Halls! Deck the Halls.
1: But instead of the Follow Laws, Zorak chimes in...
0: Gabba Gabba Hey? Yeah. Gabba Gabba Hey click. <laughs> uh I did not know Zorak was a fan of Yo Gabba Gabba, but <laughs> uh you know I gotta tell you, in, in this segment, Space Ghost is a real trooper. Yeah. He he, he keeps singing that song. He puts his Well heart at into
1: first it. he's like he's gets confused because of course those aren't the words he's familiar with for the song. Mm-hmm. And Zorax assures him that no, that's how it goes. So he goes, okay, let's start it over again.
0: And Moltar rewinds the tape. Yep. And they go.
1: And they go, missing the whole thing. Well. <laughs>
0: They sing for the full duration. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. Space well, Ghost doesn't stop for nothing. He doesn't stop for Zorax
1: antics. Mm-hmm. He
0: doesn't stop for not knowing all of the words to the song. Well, uh,
1: to be fair, it is one of those songs that, since it's so repetitive, you get cut, stuck in the loop. So, like, you forget where you are and you end up just doing the same parts over and over again.
0: But he said, now we don our gay apparel, like, six different times. <laughs> yep. And it's great. Uh... And Moltar comes in for the song that mentions the makes a Yule log reference yeah. because he's the fire guy, so of course that's his thing, and mm-hmm. that's the only part he comes in for. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, I, I, like these are my favorite Christmas carols now, like <laughs> the Space Ghost versions of these classics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the segment ends with a really just uh, failed but ignored failure segue. Uh, that reminds me of the time Multar got kidnapped. Which leads <laughs> us into Batmantis. Yup. You remember Batmantis? Oh yeah. Cast of Batman. Uh Zorak. New animation. Yeah. Batmantis. The Muffin Man. Oh god, the Muffin yeah. Man. Oh, it's a <laughs> ghost of Christmas future. Looking jeez. It's also interesting because the way that, that episode starts is with Space Ghost falling asleep and jolting awake with that Bobcat reference of now we're back with Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. So putting them in order like that, you get that callback immediately. <laughs> um, even though... And then we have the the callback later in the show about uh, I have to go to get butter and cheese, mm-hmm. which is a callback to Spanish translation, even though that's not in this uh, remix collection. Uh-huh. The Space Ghost Christmas mixtape. What's up, mixtapes? Uh, your mother is still... Like, the best name for an (laughs) off-screen character. Yep. Uh, It's just like, it's your mother! Who's done this? Eat your peas. (laughs) You can't, you cannot beat, uh, Mourn for the Frozen! (laughs) Like, really, I'm not a guy who would get tattoos, (laughs) but that would be what I would consider for a tattoo. Just mourn the Frozen, like across the knuckles, across the back, gothic font, something like that.
1: I don't know, though, because now, since you have the movie Frozen, people would likely misconstrue the message.
0: Dag nabbit. Well, you'd have to get the Your Mother Face right below it. (laughs) Specifically, you could get the one that Carl the Cartoonist did Uh in uh, Storybook House. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh... Make a t-shirt of it. I should make a t-shirt of that. All right, look at that <laughs> this on t close spring. to
1: getting a tattoo without getting a tattoo.
0: Um, there was a point I noticed when Zarek's explaining the situation. To, I'm sorry. When Bat Mantis is explaining the situation to Lee Merriweather, he describes it as, Moltar's been stolen. Uh-huh. Not that he's been kidnapped. <laughs> he's been stolen as if he were a work of art or a Ming vase or something. <laughs> I don't know. That just really <laughs> caught my attention this time around. Yeah. Um... The little bickering match between Space Ghost and your mother. It's like, you're not my mother. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> it's just like a brother and sister bickering or something. <laughs> uh that's still just a really again, that's like their first best episode. Uh it's like that stand out. If if anything, the part that's gonna make that lose sort of rewatchability over the years, it's as The knowledge of the Adam West Batman falls out of favor. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to hurt that episode more than, than, uh, anything about the episode itself. (laughs) So that's a pretty good episode.
1: Yeah. And then we come back and the Council of Doom sing the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. But we only get the fought to five days. Well, there's only five of
0: them. Yeah. And they each take a day.
1: And.
0: uh, Do do you, do you remember them?
1: No, I, I have three of them written down. Two of them I couldn't catch all the words to. Mm-hmm. So, the first day of Christmas.
0: Hi, my name is rack
1: <laughs> Second day of Christmas is 2 plus 8 is 10. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: yes. The third day of Christmas. <laughs> is reruns of something? Three reruns of What's Happening, which was a TV show. Okay. At some point. I'm not familiar with it, but I do know that what's happening was a show. Yeah. So it was three rewinds of what's happening 2 plus 8 and 10, and hi, my name is Brock.
1: Yeah, I think 2 plus 8 is 10 is my favorite one. That was Metallus. Who-
0: um, so, okay, but did you notice that part? Metallus talks. Oh, yeah. Normally he just does the noise. He does that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, like, metallic noise.
0: Yeah. Uh. So. This is the only time Metallus talks. <laughs> we see him in future episodes and he goes back to the old voice. The Christmas festival well, is the only time he actually has a voice.
1: I guess he has a singing voice, but not a speaking voice.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. He has a singing voice. He has a beautiful singing voice and a metallic speaking voice.
1: Yeah. On the fourth day of Christmas, four quesadillas. Four quesadillas!
0: Uh, mm. Three rewinds of what's happening. Two plus yeah. eight is ten. Hi, my name is Rock.
1: And then the fifth day of Christmas, we get Leonard Nimoy singing, I think. Yeah,
0: that's, I, I'm pretty sure Leonard Nimoy sings on the fifth day of Christmas. Yeah. I'd be more happier with the four quesadillas. <laughs> uh, three rounds of, of what's happening might be all right. Mm-hmm. Two plus eight is ten. Yeah. Hi, my name is Brack. <laughs> Uh I love Brack being there. Yeah. I love Metalis being there singing. I love that they only get up to 5 yeah. before the whole thing falls apart. <laughs> I love everything about this segment. Uh I like this better than the loading ready run version. Of... <laughs> and That's that had 8 player Halo. Really good though. It's really good. Had 8 player Halo, uh 3 I don't remember anymore. 3 box sets. Yeah. 2 power gloves and a cartridge for Atari. Yeah. Oh, if I tried really hard, I bet I could get the rest of that. (laughs) So after that, uh, we have one episode remaining in our mini marathon, in our holiday special.
1: Which is another pretty good episode.
0: Gum disease. Mm Mm-hmm. I still like this episode. This was a weird episode because it was so early on, but also just gets so, like, out there and breaks its own mold in weird ways. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh... If nothing else, that that short segment where they come back from commercial and they're they have that clip of Sonic (laughs) Three, like first of all, just hearing you know Genesis music on TV is weird. Yeah. As like as part of another show, it's just so weird. Plus, like, hey, why are they? How are they showing a bit of Sonic on TV? That's weird. Just there's so much weird about that joke, and it makes it all the more mysterious. Like, Mm it's just like, no, there's levels upon levels in here. Something else exists. There's something about that. I have to think about that real hard, but there's something about that clip that just blows my mind. Um, There's also the great uh, line by uh, Branford Marsalis, which, so it stuck out to me because I realized it's as true today as it was back when he originally said it. Uh, Jay Leno doesn't do anything to help the universe. (laughs) That's just, that's a a forever fact. Yeah. That is not a a temporal thing. Uh, And then... We uh, of course after Branford Marsalis is Danny Bonaducci.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I still think that's fitting for a Christmas special because now that we're in the future, we know that Danny Bonaducci got his his dream fulfilled, and yeah. he got to punch out Donny Osmond. Donny Osmond, <laughs> and that's that's heartwarming. A man getting to uh, just dreams fulfilled. Oh, that's great. That makes me so happy. Yep. <laughs> like. That's, there's so much else to say about that episode, but uh, you know we were, we were already talked about that. <laughs> there was another commercial in this one that really struck me. Which one was that? Uh, that Fog City Crystal Chronicles yep. commercial. <laughs> it like okay, GameCube era commercials. The GameCube was a weird system with the place that it had in history. Yeah, and just thinking of. Even at this point, like, anything that's not a Pokemon game having a TV spot just seems really weird. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just like commercials
1: for video games in general always just feel kind of weird to me. Yeah. Well,
0: also maybe nowadays. In that era,
1: especially. Like, I mean, like, these days it's it's a bit more common.
0: A bit, but they all still feel weird because yeah. like they're almost afraid to show too much because it's like, how do you show a video game? We're just yeah. going to show video game footage? We can't do that. We're television. <laughs> um, although, I don't know, like, I'm trying to imagine, like, I don't know if there are, but like a Bayonetta two commercial,
1: they probably wouldn't do that.
0: But like, there's stuff that you could put in there that looks stylish and like straight oh, from yeah. cutscenes that would maybe would sell that and like open up that console to a different demographic. I don't know. It, it's it's weird stuff to consider. <laughs> um, also, just like part of this is, you know, we were talking about this. I don't know if it's because like we're not in that, like, Saturday morning cartoon demographic anymore or yeah. because of the uh, popularity of Netflix and Hulu and streaming services like that, but just we don't, we're not the kind to watch a lot of broadcast TV anymore. Like, yeah. we we'll still watch a lot of shows and episodic stuff, but... But usually the
1: next day online.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, online or streaming or binge-watch an entire series at once. But the point is, like, just, like, without being broadcast TV, we miss, we don't see a lot of commercials anymore we don't see the really big broad spectrum of commercials yeah it's kind you of just, just something get weird like, to like think the about.
1: who ads tailored specifically for you
0: yeah especially the tailoring part because that's a really weird thing when you're have nothing else to do and you spend days watching so again before streaming before everything was on demand right you would just leave the tv channel on or like swap between channels but just the tv could be on like all day <laughs> so you would see How, like, at different times of day, like, not only were there different types of shows, but different commercials commercials (laughs) tailored to who would be watching those shows. Yeah. And skipping between channels and times and just watching it all day, you see so much different (laughs) stuff. You see such a wide variety of commercials. Yeah. It's just just weird to, in this day and age, it's weird to consider commercials. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Never mind what it's like to think about commercials that you remember so deeply. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we come back uh, pretty much ready to wrap it up, yeah. but we have one more song. Oh, we have two more, two songs. more songs. We have two First more
1: songs. First, we get Zorak doing Jingle Bells
0: his doing his own
1: personal style.
0: Yeah, he he takes it and he makes it his own. Uh, I believe he says Anarchy in the UK at one point. Yep. Uh, that's, God Save the Queen. That's a really good addition to Jingle Bells, I think. <laughs> uh, it gets real trippy. Mm-hmm. There's a special on-screen cameo by Kevin Meany. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, when the credits rolled, Kevin Meaney counted as a guest for this episode. (laughs) For this Christmas episode. Uh, Really weird.
1: And then in the tradition of all holiday specials, you get everyone coming together to do one big number as you sign off.
0: And they did, uh, they kind of did We Wish You a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Except they did We Wish You a Happy Birthday. Yeah. Which is still really good.
1: Um, I think this is my new favorite song now.
0: Just of all songs. Just of all songs. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I, I, I can understand. It's multi-purpose. Cause it's a Christmas song. It's a birthday song. They even wish you a happy Halloween at one point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right at the end. I really like the part, uh, again, this is why I'm grateful that even if nowhere else here we get a voiced Metallus. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause one of his lines go, uh, and a happy birthmas. <laughs> so you, you're even you even get to celebrate birthmas <laughs> in this song. Uh, but yeah, it's just everyone's together, everyone's singing. It's it's a nice bow on this gift of a special episode, mm-hmm. and then that rolls right into the credits. Yeah, uh, and that pretty much does it. Space Coast ends. That would put us somewhere around midnight. Uh, we're recording this on Christmas Eve, so mm-hmm. this is absolutely a fantastic Christmas special to have. Yeah. Uh, and so, as the show comes to an end, our episode comes to an end, and our Christmas Eve is going to come to an end. So, we wish you all a uh, Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. We hope you're spending time with uh, surrounded by loved ones and good cheer, and if your loved ones don't bring you good cheer, then I hope you have fine spirits, or something like that. Uh... And we hope you will join us next year when we come back and watch more Space Ghost Coast to Coast and complete more orbits around the Ghost Planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Eliku Studios podcast network production. You can visit the show page at net slash podcast slash Ghost Planet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Liku Studio shows. You can also subscribe to us in iTunes. And while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit likustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U.